Welcome to the Conscious Women Entrepreneurs Podcast. This show offers wisdom, inspiration, and tips on how women entrepreneurs build their businesses and how they incorporate mindfulness and spiritual practices to become successful. I'm your host, Martina Thomason, a certified entrepreneur coach. I specialize in helping women entrepreneurs overcome limiting beliefs to get more clients and grow their income. Now, let's jump into today's episode. I hope you'll enjoy it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I recently shared a story on Instagram from the great rapper and entrepreneur Zuby saying that victim mentality is popular because it provides a permanent alibi for personal failings. I also shared my take on victim mentality, which resulted in a lot of DMs. And I said that the opposite of victim mentality is self-responsibility and that the only way to get or manifest what you want in life is to step into 100% self-responsibility. So many of you wanted to hear more about this. So I dedicated this whole episode to really diving into this. So this is what I'll be talking about throughout this episode. One, what victim mentality is and what it may stem from. Two, what does it look like in practice and in your life? Three, why you keep yourself in perpetual victim mentality? And finally, number four, what it looks like to instead take 100% responsibility for yourself so as to create the life and business that you desire. So what is victim mentality? The victim mentality rests on three key beliefs. The first being that bad things happen and will keep happening to me. The second is external influences such as people or circumstances are to blame for the bad things that is happening to me. And finally, any attempt to create change will fail, so there's no point of trying. So the feeling that this mentality perpetuates is helplessness and apathy. And no dream life or business was ever built on these emotions. (laughs) So I'll get back to that later on in the episode. Where does victim mentality come from? Victim mentality, like any other belief systems that we have, stem from childhood, familial or societal conditioning. Past trauma, betrayal, codependency or manipulation are some of the things that can make a person develop a victim mentality. I first want to share that I am a recovering codependent. So I used to be a passenger in my own life. I pretty much just left all of my life up to circumstance and other people's needs and wants. I used to feel that things just happened to me and that I didn't have a say in the matter at all. I felt completely at the mercy of other people and that I was just a victim to their desires and that I just needed to obey whatever they wanted in a very self-destructive way. I was totally controlled by this subconscious belief system, putting myself in a prison of unsolicited obligation to others. (laughs) Like, they didn't even ask for it. It was so ingrained in me that I didn't even realize that I was doing it. I was unknowingly playing out the victim mentality in a big way. For onlookers, it might have been very obvious that I had that pattern, 
but that's the thing about subconscious patterns. We don't know what we don't know, yet these patterns to a large extent run our lives. And that's partly why I'm so passionate about both my self-discovery and also helping my clients find and change their mindset and decision-making process to something that is in alignment with living life on their terms instead of following the subconscious programming that isn't beneficial to them. Anyway, I digress. But (laughs) what does victim mentality look like in practice? By being in the belief that everyone else causes your misery and nothing you do will ever make a difference, you disempower yourself and downgrade yourself to become a passenger in your own life, just like I did. So as an overview, what living in a state of victim mentality often looks like is one or more of the following, avoiding responsibility, not seeking possible solutions, feeling a sense of powerlessness and apathy, lack of self-confidence, frustration, anger and resentment, as well as negative self-talk and self-sabotage. I'll go into these in a bit more detail so that you might get some more awareness around how it's showing up in your life specifically. So avoiding responsibility, you know, being this state, we don't take responsibility or stay accountable for our own actions or more often than not in actions. And we place blame on other people or situations, make excuses and pretty much deal with most difficult things by saying it's not my fault. (laughs) Not seeking possible solutions. You know, life happens and while we can't control what's external to us, we can always control how we react, what we choose to think about it and what actions we choose to take. We can choose to learn from the situation. However, if you're stuck in victimization, you're not likely to try to make changes. You might reject offers of help. You might even spend so much time in this state that you become addicted to feeling sorry for yourself. Being addicted to emotional states is actually a thing. Go and look it up. And being a victim and not taking responsibility for yourself or that bad things always happen to you subconsciously become a part of your self-concept. I'm not saying that you shouldn't Feel and process hard emotions by all means. Feel your feelings for a while and find the lessons that this pain is offering you and then get yourself back on the horse. Talk to a friend, go to therapy, get a coach or whatever you need. But staying there forever helps no one and you're the one suffering from it the most. It's like the saying goes, being resentful is like drinking poison and thinking that the other person is going to die. (laughs) But we are the ones living with our feelings, not anyone else. And life can be hard, people can be assholes, circumstances can feel like shit, but we always are in control of our response to it and how we choose to direct our life despite what's going on. A sense of powerlessness and apathy. When we're in a state of victim mentality, we often believe that we lack power to change our situation and life seems to throw situations at us that from our perspective, we can do nothing to escape from or succeed with. But we have to remember an important distinction here, being unwilling and being unable to make changes. 
Being in a state of victimization, we often default to shift blame and take offense while not making one effort to change anything for ourselves. But what we don't change, we actually choose to keep the way it is. Whether it's a conscious or a subconscious decision, the result is the same. So I'm actually going to repeat that. What we don't change, we actually choose. And... When you let that sink in, it's um, quite transformative. (laughs) Lack of self-confidence. If you see yourself as a victim, you might struggle with low self-confidence and self-esteem. This can become a vicious cycle and make feelings of victimization worse. You might think things like, I don't know enough to start my own business. My family expects me to become a doctor, lawyer, dentist or whatever. Or I'm not talented enough to succeed. I've got nothing to say. Why would people want to listen to me? And the list goes on. So this perspective may keep you from trying to develop your skills or identify new strengths and abilities that could help you achieve your goals. If you do try to work towards what you want and fail, you may see yourself as the victim of circumstance once again. (laughs) As Subi says, you will revert back to that permanent alibi for personal failings. And finally, I just want to touch on negative self-talk and self-sabotage. When we are in victim mentality, we also tend to internalize the negative messages from the challenges we face. So thoughts that may come up are, everything bad always happens to me. I can't do anything about it, so why try? Or even, no one cares about me, so what's the point? The thing about beliefs, though, is that... They are self-fulfilling prophecies in the way that our subconscious mind goes out on a hunt to uphold our perception of reality by seeking out evidence for it. So the more we get stuck in victim mentality, the more evidence we find to support it being true. The more we believe we're victims, the more evidence we single out, the more we believe it. And so it goes until we're absolutely solid in our beliefs that we are, in fact, a victim and that there's nothing to do about it that will never succeed because we're uniquely fucked. (laughs) I might actually do a podcast on the topic of thinking that you're uniquely fucked as I have a few perspectives around it that I think you might find helpful. Anyway, so negative self-talk often correlates with self-sabotage. When we believe our self-talk, we often tend to live it out. So If the self-talk is negative, we're more likely to unconsciously sabotage any attempt that we make towards a change. That being said, I am in the firm belief that self-sabotage is actually just a part of ourselves trying to keep us safe. The negative self-talk may come from the desperation of the part of you that is afraid that something bad might happen if you follow your dreams. So, for example... You could tell yourself that I'm not good enough to be a coach or to be an entrepreneur. I don't know enough. I don't have enough experience. Who am I to talk to people and create content around this? Nobody will care what I have to say anyway. And I'll probably look stupid if I try. These thoughts seem at surface level to be trying to hurt us in a way or keep us from the success that we so desire. But consider that the part of you with that voice telling you all of these things is 
desperate for you to not stick your head out. It's doing whatever it can to keep you safe. Negative self-talk is actually a super effective way to keep yourself from trying new and quote-unquote scary things. So essentially, there's no such thing as self-sabotage because it's just you trying to keep you safe. I might create a whole episode on this as well because I really think that understanding this on a deeper level will be revolutionary to your self-concept and your self-compassion as well as how to become more successful with your marketing and business. So let's look at why we hold on to victim mentality. You know, from an objective perspective, it doesn't really seem to make sense, but it does. So here's why. For all seemingly self-destructive patterns that we have in life, they actually give us something. Otherwise, we wouldn't have kept it as a coping mechanism. In relation to victim mentality, as Zuby says, once again, it gives us a permanent alibi for personal failings. It relieves us of responsibility. It keeps us out of trouble, so to speak. And we can just blame others or the circumstances for whatever happens to us. There's nothing wrong with us, it's them. And it's an easy out. We are more committed to being a victim and getting the relief of blaming something external than consciously creating the life we truly want and taking the responsibility that this requires. And while this might be a subconscious commitment, it's still a commitment. You might think consciously that, of course, I'd rather create the life of my dreams. But chances are that you've just been on autopilot, letting your default programming of staying safe run the show. But let's look at the gifts that going through hardship and, you know, what essentially created the victim mentality in the first place um, is also giving us on a more positive note. We often forget to recognize what going through all of that actually gave us. You might have become independent, strong, you might have developed a good work ethic, you might have developed deep levels of empathy and compassion for others. You might also have become very sensitive to people's emotional states and you're there for a better coach or a therapist or whatever you do. And the list goes on. So again, while you might have endured hardships, you also get some diamonds from that period of your life. My grandmother always said, it's never so bad that it's not good for anything. I don't know if that translates well to English, so I hope you get the gist of it. (laughs) While I could go into all of the scenarios and reasons that initially developed victim mentality, whether it be childhood trauma, systemic racism, neglect, violence, war, or any other terrible situation, I'm here to help you learn from it and have it stop limiting your life. So that's what I'll be talking about for the rest of this episode. So get ready to grab your life by its horns and start making some things happen for yourself. I don't actually know if you can grab your life by its horns, but you know what I'm getting at. So let's look at how to take 100% responsibility for your life and business. As cliche as it may sound, this too starts with self-awareness. And as I briefly mentioned, a lot of our behavioral patterns are so ingrained in us that they are subconscious or outside of our conscious awareness. When we really sit with 
what being in victim mentality creates in our lives, we'll become acutely aware that those things aren't going to create the dream life that we're longing for. And really give yourself time with this one. Write out the thoughts that you believe about your situation and why you're a victim. Write down all of the feelings that you have around all of this. Then, as my coach likes to say, go to town on exploring what actions you're taking from this mindset. This will give you a few ahas and I would love to hear from you. So let me know how you go with this exercise. And also write down all of the inaction that you're you know, all the things you're not doing because you're in that mindset. And do not, I repeat, do not try to sugarcoat or look for solutions at this point. Be raw and brutally honest with yourself and really lean into all the seemingly yuckiness that this mindset creates. You'll soon realize that what this mentality creates for you is not what you want. Once you have done this exercise, the next step is to accept. And this might be triggering to some, but it's important to mention what we resist persists. So resisting and trying to fight the situation we're in will not get us anywhere trying to defend and justify why we're in that situation is not going to help you build the business that you want either. Accepting what is, however, does not mean that you think that it's okay uh, or that you feel that you're fine with the situation. That's not what it means. Yet when we accept what's going on externally to us and internally within ourselves, it's like looking at a map. We look at where we're at from a neutral perspective and from that we can find out where we want to go and how to get there. Victim mentality is a form of excuse or a conglomerate of excuses I might say. <laughs> One that we truly believe to be 100% true and the reason for not getting what we want in life. But consider this, telling yourself excuses are just using your circumstances against yourself. Find out how to use them for yourself instead. Get creative. How might it be true that you have what it takes to help someone? How might it be true that someone would be willing to pay someone to get help with whatever it is that you're offering? How might it be true that someone would like to work with you and pay you to get help with this? I know that this last question can be hard for a lot of people to answer and I help my clients with this all the time so if you do need help just dm me on instagram at martina thomas and coaching and I'll help you out also ask yourself how you can delegate automate and eliminate tasks how can you get some help in your business what's stopping you from investing in yourself you don't have to do this alone and you don't need to know all the answers be resourceful and find all the creative ways in which you can get to the next level of your business despite the circumstances that you're facing. And this leads me to the next prompt. We can choose what belief we want to focus on relative to the circumstance. So taking 100% responsibility for ourselves and our results is the only way to create what we want. Period. End of story. Like everything you tell yourself is the reason why you won't be able to reach your goals or build your business of your dreams is in fact just thoughts that you have about a neutral circumstance. We always give circumstances meaning and there are 
always several sides to a story. So you might have thoughts like there are so many people out there doing what I want to do. So there's no room for me. Like I came too late to the party. I don't have the time, money or experience to go after my dreams. However, if you dig a little bit deeper, you'll realize that you also have other more empowering beliefs about that same situation. You can choose to focus on thoughts like my story might resonate with people or my unique background or the hardships that I've endured might be inspiring to others or I don't need 100,000 followers on Instagram to make an impact. You know, as long as I make one person's life better, what I do will be worth it. And you might think that you can't save the world, but you can save one person's world. Do you see how these thoughts create a pull of inspiration rather than the apathetic state that the thoughts from victim mentality gave you? This is the energy that you want to take action from. So let's take a look at what 100% responsibility looks like in practice. When I coach my clients, I take 100% responsibility for creating 100% results for them. Meaning that I do everything in my personal power to help them the best I can always. I work on my own mindset every single day. I get coaching every week from my own coach. I hone and develop my skills every week, like learning new things, integrating new tools, and I evaluate my performance every day and every week. I think about my clients and how to help them in a better way every single day. If there's something they're stuck on and that we don't immediately have a breakthrough on, I ask my peers and we work it out and then I come back to my clients and help them out and I help them out with that. And I always try to make it easier for them to get the best possible results. However, even the best coach in the world cannot help a person who does not take responsibility for their own results. A coach can't guarantee the results of their clients because they can't be guaranteed that the client will act on whatever they've learned, that the client did the work required or made the effort that leveling up their business entails. If a client shows up as though they were passively just watching the news and just thinking that they'll be fixed and then moving along just as before when they've received the coaching, there will be no improved results. It's like signing up with the world's best health coach. And once your coaching session is over, you close your laptop, you throw yourself on the sofa and you crack open three bags of potato chips and munch yourself through all three bags, thinking to yourself, I can't wait to see the results now that I'm working with the world's best weight loss coach. And then after a month or two of that, being frustrated that you haven't lost one gram of fat. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> so on the contrary, if you as a client take 100% responsibility to create 100% results for yourself alongside having the coach who does the same, the results are mind blowing. Not only do you think, feel and act in alignment with your desired outcomes, you also get a leg up every week by the coach who focuses all of their attention on helping you overcome your mind drama, making the highest level decisions and get on the fastest route to your goals. And 
the synergy effect of that will blow your socks off, so to speak. <laughs> we, we all have human brains and life does happen. So obviously it won't be a straight climb to the stars and beyond, but that's also where the coach comes in, you know, to gently get you back on track and then you start doing your bit again. So now that you've learned a bit more about what victim mentality is and how it can hold you back from creating the life and business that you most desire, I want to encourage you to look at your own situation. Where do you get stuck in victim mentality? Where are you seeking an alibi for personal failure? Where are you blaming other people or circumstances for your own results? And what results has that mentality created in your life? Where has it left you? What are the more empowering beliefs that you have that you can focus on instead? No one will come and serve us our dreams on a silver platter, but we do have the power to develop the mindset and habits that will get us there. And also remember that you haven't failed until you've given up. So I hope that this has given you a lot of insights and that this is enabling you to get one step closer to where you want to go. If not, send me a DM again on Instagram and tell me where you get stuck and I'm more than happy to help you. Have a great week and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening in today. If you enjoy this episode, please share it with anyone who would benefit from listening in. As always, please leave a review five stars for good karma and if you think we need more mindfulness and spirituality in business if you're interested in coaching with me head on over to my website and schedule a free discovery call finally if you have any inquiries or you would like to interview me on your show shoot me an email details are in the show notes over at my website martinathomson.com have an amazing week cheers guys